You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Foundation Radio is brought to you by The Dugout. The Dugout provides custom quality apparel at an affordable price. Modern style mixed with classic designs, you'll find retro t-shirts brought into the 21st century. Adam has several of his favorite t-shirts in rotation from the team at The Dugout, including customized Dudley Boys, Prince and the Revolution, and the Notorious B.I.G. t-shirts. Right now, if you purchase your items through their Etsy site and use promo code FOUNDATION, you'll receive 15% off your entire order. That's right, 15% off your entire order. Follow them on Instagram at the dugout brand follow the link on their etsy shop and use your promo code foundation for 15 percent off your entire order the dugout custom quality apparel at an affordable price if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain it's free there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcasts and many more you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started Foundation Radio is brought to you by 10th Ward Barbershop. Serving the historic 10th Ward in downtown Lawrenceville, 10th Ward Barbershop is a full-service barbershop offering quality haircuts, beard trims, and hot shaves. Adam gets his hair and beard trimmed by the owner of the shop, Ryan Kane, and he loves the laser point precision cuts and lineup he provides to him and countless other satisfied customers. But you don't have to take Adam's word for it. WWE superstars Corey Graves and the fiend Bray Wyatt frequent 10th Ward for all their hair and beard trimming needs. Right now, all cuts and trims are by appointment only so head over to their website at 10th ward barbershop.com and book your appointment now with kane jordan and the rest of the team at 10th ward barbershop that's 10thward barbershop.com and we thank them for supporting the podcast Welcome to Foundation Radio. My name is Adam Bernard. Thank you so much for joining us again on this lovely morning of ours. We are joined again by the executive voice of the show, Mr. Sam Kreps. How are you, sir? Yay! Just lovely. (laughs) Welcome back for another exciting edition of Sam Watches Bad Wrestling Poorly. So how are you feeling? How are you feeling after watching uh, the big boss man and Al Snow and Kennel from Hell? How is that? A week um, removed from it. How are you feeling? Indifferent still. It was, it, it remained like I thought about it more and it remains to be the one that I watched and just kind of, cause I think especially because it really comes from an era where I at least identify that it's WW was it WWF still at that point? Yes, it was still, they didn't yeah, change so, until WWE until like 2001. Right, so it, it's this era where I was I was a pretty impressionable kid, and I probably saw things like that and thought to myself, this isn't for me. <laughs> and it's unfortunate because I know that for a lot of other people, there are a lot of, you know, important matches 
out there that don't that that doesn't represent even remotely what good wrestling is all about. So um, I feel I feel as though I maybe got ripped off as a kid if things like that were not the standard, but to be expected in in that era. Yeah, I feel like you missed a ton of stuff with like The Rock and the the comeuppance of Dwayne Johnson and and Stone Cold Steve Austin with the Mr. McMahon storyline and the NWO. Like there were so many good storylines and so many good things that were happening at that time. But then on top of that, there were so many bad things like this, you know, and 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 a lot. Well, I feel like I've said it a hundred times on other podcasts. If people have actually heard me talk about wrestling on this podcast before. My my best memory of wrestling is WCW versus NWO for Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> like fantastic game. Played that video game for hours yeah. and hours and hours and hours. And if I were to pick out like a a guilty pleasure video game, it's among the ones I'd actually consider <laughs> like dusting off and realizing that. The Nintendo 64 is not as uh, memorable as I, I remember it, but I anyway, would, I, I would dis- I would disagree with that. I feel like the Nintendo 64 would bring back super incredible memories for me, like heaviness. Oh, it does, bro. I, I guess I just mean that game probably doesn't hold its weight to something like uh, what some of the new ones, like Fire Pro Wrestling and things yeah. like that. Well, I've, I've heard amazing things about some of those games. Yeah, and I mean, the graphics for 2K21 or 2K22 that's coming out with uh, WWE look incredible. But unfortunately, something that is not incredible is the match that we are watching today, <laughs> Sam. Uh, this is the zombie lumberjack match. I can't believe that that is a real thing. Um, this is Damian Priest versus The Miz. At WrestleMania Backlash from May 16th, 2021. This match actually took place inside of the Thunderdome, which is right. a setup that was created for the pandemic in order to have wrestling continue uh, while the world was shut down. Uh, the first match that they had back in public during the pandemic, or after the pandemic, rather, quote unquote, uh, was WrestleMania 37. Uh, and this was the follow-up to that shortly after uh, WrestleMania. So um, do you have any idea who uh, Damian Priest or The Miz are? No. Okay. Well, The Miz is a real famous guy. He used to be on uh, MTV's, uh, was it Real World or Road Rules? And his whole thing was he was going to become a professional wrestler. He's been a multi-time world champion in the company. And Damian Priest is a brand new wrestler who's notable for wrestling with the artist Bad Bunny at WrestleMania, which was an incredible match. Uh, go out of your way to go take a look at that. It's Damian Priest and Bad Bunny versus John Morrison and The Miz at WrestleMania. Someone told me who Bad Bunny was the other day, and I don't know who that is either. So he's a he's a uh, Puerto Rican I know who music he, artist. Yeah. So I know he's a he's like a, a rapper, hip hop artist of sorts. Yeah. But somebody was talking about bad bunny like i was supposed to know and i kind of just pretended like i did and was like okay uh and i i I just sort of backed i'm i'm backing away from my microphone right now if that's not clear (laughs) he's yeah if you're if you're watching this on our on our channel yeah uh now bad bunny is a very he's one of like the most listened to artists in the world right now he's he's a so naturally i have no idea who he is So he's fantastic. Um, he's a big wrestling fan. He got involved with with wrestling and, and, and did the WrestleMania spot. And then this was sort of the follow up to it. Uh, this match is actually the tie in for Dave Batista's movie Army of the Dead at the time, which is a zombie film. Uh, I got to be honest with you, man. I watched this uh, live as it happened. As you know, my children are big wrestling fans. 
and this just came off very, very uh, <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, the tie-in okay. was uh, not well-received. The New York Post called it one of WWE's saddest moments ever. Uh, the match wow. got a negative three-star rating from our good friend, uh, Dave Meltzer at the Wrestling Observer. Uh, this he match, gave a negative three to the last one, right? Uh, the last one, I have to go back and take a look and see which one is. I think it was a negative three or a negative four from the count. I want to say that he gave it a negative three, but he gave Hogan Warrior a negative five. Correct. And I want to say that my scale on those is opposite. So Yeah, what's the, uh, what's the Sam Kreps rating scale for all of these? Um, you know, I gave... I think I give Hogan Warrior two kisses. <laughs> I give the the Goldberg and Undertaker match a, a scratch of the forehead because I I still don't understand that one. Maybe <laughs> perhaps I give it an unnecessary um, forehead smash into the door and um, the kennel from hell. I I give um, a leash. Those are very arbitrary ratings. Absolutely, and I um, and I appreciate that the the official Kreps rating scale. Uh, for although if wrestling. I if I'm being honest, I still will uphold. Um, as far as worst I've seen to least worst I've seen, it does go kennel from hell, then Hogan Warrior, and then Goldberg Undertaker. But like we've said, Goldberg Undertaker, I still think was bad for other reasons. I think there's yeah. bad in like the not good for the wrestlers way. And then there's bad in the what the hell was the promotion thinking kind of way. And I think and I um, feel like tonight it's going to be the uh, the latter. Yeah, I think tonight you're definitely going to watch this and be like, what the hell were they thinking while I did this? Um, this match runs six minutes and fifty nine seconds. Um, if you're listening to us stateside, you're going to be pulling up your Peacock app and you're going to be searching for Backlash in Peacock TV, PeacockTV.com. You go to Backlash and you're going to go to six, uh, season 16, which is uh, just recently this year's 2021 episode one, WrestleMania Backlash 2021. You were going to start at one hour, two minutes and six seconds. You'll see a picture of Jay Uso and Roman Reigns staring off at Jimmy Uso, which is part of an incredible storyline, which is not part of this match because anything that Roman Reigns in the bloodline does is incredible. Uh, if you're watching on the network as well, you're just going to go to WWE. You'll look for pay-per-views and then you'll find backlash and follow the same steps to get to the episode. Sam, are you ready to watch a zombie lumberjack match that features Damian Priest and the Miz? Uh, I'm ready. Zombie <laughs> lumberjack. I'm going to count Both. us down from three, two, one, and play. So now Roman Reigns is staring off menacingly. Say we got some scowls. Yep. Main event, Jey Uso. Seriously, Sam, you should probably watch that stuff. Uh, the man on the right is John Morrison, who was just recently released. And they're currently talking about they're tying in the zombies. Zombies, bro. There is uh, the Miz with what Courtney refers to as. Does he have drip spray painted on the side of his head? Johnny Drip Drip. That was part so of it actually gimmick. does say drip. It does. Kind of like uh, when uh, the boss man had whip on his head last week. <laughs> well, you mean Al Snow had the whip on his or head. Or Al correct? Snow, yeah. yes. John and Snow, the, you know. The Miz has his. Head is coming. Uh, the head, or the Miz is wearing what Courtney refers to as his shiny underpants. And say the Miz is wearing go. his Elvis outfit. Oh, and here come the zombies. 
ridiculously convincing oh, in sure. the uh there he is yeah, Elvis, Elvis you just him, yep. yeah yeah say so we've got a lot of uh it's like um all the the Halloween attractions that you see throughout uh central Pennsylvania and then lots of people wandering around staring <laughs> In the background here in the Thunderdome, um, which is live footage of wrestling fans around the world being uh, beamed in to the crowd. Which most people got kind of accustomed to during the pandemic. NBA basketball did the same thing. There he is. Now we're There's looking at Dave. tweets. Dave. That's how much more. This is the most modern we've been. Uh, well, I guess we, we did watch where another match where Twitter was uh, a thing. But Dave Batista is, uh, is tweeting. It's a rather long amount of time we had to look at that tweet. So, oh, you know, I saw about two minutes of the Thunderdome in a YouTube video. And this is interesting, I will say. It's a fascinating um, concept, isn't it, though? Like it's, it's it is like it's like if you took a disco and, you know, made it produced by the WWE. It's like the best I could explain. There's just lights and <laughs> screens everywhere. I think it was cool because it was something different. It was something to keep fans involved with the show, but also and also get it out of the performance center. The performance performance center matches were a little bit uh, uncomfortable to watch because there was no noise, there was no anything. It was very very. So this was like an adaptation of what they originally tried to do. Correct. So when the pandemic. Okay, hit, so maybe I just saw that because this is definitely way more interesting than what I think right. I initially saw. So this would be like what a typical wrestling match would look like, right? It, they're they're in the ring like they're in a stadium. Yeah. I think right I mean, here, this is kind of cool. They're in Tropicana Field and I believe it's Tampa, Florida. Oh, and is that where it basically, was? Basically, yeah, so Vince basically Vince McMahon basically like rented out the arena uh and Which then is made funny it. because this looks way cooler than Tropicana Field ever has. <laughs> Tropicana Field is quite possibly the shittiest baseball stadium in all of Major League Baseball. I apologize. So this it's is like the, it's in the Yingling Center in Tampa, Florida. My mistake. Okay, uh, yeah, that's yeah. slightly different. Tropicana that's Field is where Wrestle, WrestleMania 37 was. So okay, well, uh, still the shittiest baseball stadium in all of, uh, sh- short of where the Oakland A's play. It, it is one of the worst. But this is cool so far. I mean, yeah, it's a cool concept, man. It's a cool. It's a cool way to keep yeah. fans involved. It's a cool way to to get the crowd back in. It's somewhat in the ways of what yeah. wrestling is used to. Now we're watching Damian Priest come down. So I feel like a, a common theme among these, though, is that I can't hate on the pageantry of right. professional wrestling. The intros are usually still fun. Now, <laughs> Warrior kind of blew up that concept. <laughs> but see, like in with modern tech, you know, they're doing like tracked graphic intros, almost like pro football does with like dancing robots and crap. But like. You know, he's got the music synced with all the lighting. The lighting is nuts in this place. Yeah, there you go. There's um, the under the under Damian. Yeah, very, the very cool yeah. all around so far. Yeah. But it was weird, man. You, you said w- yourself this went six minutes. So I'm waiting for the the, bell the change here. So there I just saw there he is bedazzled. Is there underpants. ear nibbling going on right now? I think he's yelling at. Oh, oh no. OK. John Morrison. I there thought they were. Oh, what the hell is that? Oh, these are the zombies. Courtney is watching the Miz and being like, "I told you so." Look at the bedazzled underpants. <laughs> that is, that is a, an outfit and a half. I will say, <laughs> or but should I say, it's more like half an outfit. The Miz has been, uh, you know, the Miz. Does, I don't think gets enough credit for as good as he is. This guy is like a certified <laughs> Hall of Famer. What is going in his on own right, right now? 
and they're he's just like they're just flopping around afraid of these zombies guys guys <laughs> jesus christ man this is worse than i Why remember is he man the desk? and now Why john morrison so afraid john morrison stuck outside these are like these tough shit guys that you know they they bulk up and they yell at each other but these zombies in costume and they're running away like it's almost as sad as the the and guys running away from the gone. dogs last week. Yeah. Oh, now and they're going to fight. They now don't know they're starting. What a surprise. And the ref even the ref is even in on this shit. Like what what's going on? <laughs> I mean, look, look, I get it. Like they had to do things to like keep it, you know, new and fresh and come up with ideas that maybe they right, could well, necessarily hit, do. But we've hit a milestone compared to the last one I watched. They've actually done any semblance of wrestling. Yes. Which yeah. did not occur in in the last one I watched, that being Kennel from Hell, if you're you're just keeping track with me. <laughs> but uh if you're just tuning in. If you're just tuning into the podcast that you elected to listen to from the beginning. <laughs> Miz just flew out of the ring and now he's uh realizing now he's, he's made a standing there choice. uncertain of himself. He has to look around for a while because if it's one thing that What's you know active professional wrestling lacks, it's dramatic stares. <laughs> And everyone standing completely docile and still. That's very realistic. I'm not sure I could really take it. Oh, Miz is almost getting eaten now. I'm not sure really I can take this Elvis zombie seriously, though. I don't know if that was the right choice. I like Damien Priest's gear, though, the purple and the black. That that does it, man. Yeah, I mean. It's good shit. Kicked they a had, big boot they to had the face. Me. They had me with the, the theatrics of the intro, but so, okay. There's one count. Now we're just there's a lot of uh situations where where the wrestlers seem to be dazed in this one. Now we're just kind of throwing punches. Yep. Kind of akin to uh more like MMA looking things. <laughs> Not really like a pro wrestling move usually. I just I Keep can't their, get the, over how shiny his underpants are in his in his They're, in his they're boots. focused on how distracted the wrestlers are because they're scared. Right. That's They're really emphasizing that, which but this again, is once again, this is once again a match where there's just a whole bunch of like oh, they just people the standing around. They just uh -oh. pull him out. Oh, now he's trying to fight uh -oh. off the zombies. And now they're he's doing under the ring. Oh, he, he went under the ring. Yeah, he's just under there because that one zombie was going to give him a nice, uh, nice double karate chop, I think was what he's going for. Now, so he went the whole way. Oh, so now he's scared and he's back. I guess the question is, are these the kind of zombies that can run fast after you, like in 28 days later? Or are these the slow zombies like Shaun of the Dead? Because I think there's a real oh. distinction. Well, I, I would guess based on the fact that the, the Miz was able to stand there for a solid, you know, 12, 15 seconds or so and just stare at them while they all stood there with him. Right. That they're not chasing him down anytime soon. They're also all kind of leaning on the... The ring now as to say like we're out of stuff to do to be scary so we're all just going to kind of lean over because none of us are as in good a shape as these wrestlers <laughs> and uh yeah, yeah. two count yeah i'm finding so, that the zombies are distracting from the match too like i'm well I'm, and it's funny that they said that they're distracted by how frightened they are i think they're just distracted yeah i i just i it just doesn't feel and now the zombies are trying to grab damian priest and a big kick to the face, the Miz, right there and when he grabs another his knee. Another two count. When he grabs his knee, it's actually a real legitimate injury. I believe he tore 
his ACL or something in his knee, and he was out for several months because from of that impact from he that tore impact. his ACL, yep. or he did something that to his seems, knee. I was going to say that seems unlikely from that impact. I could believe it when he kept uh, pivoting and like when he dove under the the mat and stuff, but right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've had plenty of friends that have torn ACLs doing sports, and they had to do a lot more than that. So uh, maybe it's just a coincidence. But um, now they're uh, locked together, their legs. Okay. Figure four leg lock. Is that what that's called? Yes. Okay. This is sort of an, an inverted figure four uh, made famous by Ric and Flair in the 80s. One, one other thing that doesn't seem to be clear is that isn't the whole point of zombies that if they get you, you turn into a zombie? That is correct. Yeah, then they eat you. Right. So and, I'm, looking uh, up, um, I'm looking up Miz's injury. So uh, here we're doing yes, stair, we're doing did. lots of stairs again, he and now we're tore his ACL during this match. That's exactly gotcha. What okay. If you're keeping um, up with us, we're at one hour, twelve minutes, and six seconds. Seven, eight. They're on the outside. And uh, if you're just tuning in, um, the Miz <laughs> and. Uh, is it Jason Priest, Damian Priest? Damian I said Priest. Jason Priestley. That's what I was thinking. Damian Priest. They've decided to go full on buddy flick here now and fight the zombies together rather than coexist? fight each other, which is another thing that I really look for in good professional wrestling is the two wrestlers that are in about to uh, have a nice moment and stare at each other for a few seconds and then decide to work together. And we're going to do a and big now, high five. Ooh, five and see, a kick. Oh. Yep, now now there's the the turn again here. Big slam. I think that is the end of nope, that's a two count. Yeah, he's holding so his he's knee. He did tear his holding ACL. that knee. He was out for I think he was out for a pretty oh, that's, that's decent a, amount of that's time. an injury that you're out for you know, six months to a year. Shortly anytime. after this though, he did win the WWE championship. Uh, I mean it's the, possible to be an athlete. Without that ligament, it's just is. not advised. It's a stabilizing ligament. Johnny Drip Drip is back. Here's a guy I think who was criminally underrated in WWE is John Morrison. This guy is a fucking acrobat, dude. Like the level of parkour that this guy does during the matches is just absolutely Hardcore parkour. fucking unbelievable. Is that the guy with the jack sweet jacket here? Yes, that's it. Oh, that's the guy with drip on his head. Okay. That's right. He's, yeah. just, he's got some sweet kicks, too. Never won a world title in WWE. Just criminal. He's got some, like, high-top Nikes on. Did Those things are dope. Did you see that shit? Yeah. Did you see that, that fucking was sweet. Flip, man? He's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that was just... <laughs> that was a little lame, but he just did kind of a, a launch from the padded wall on the outside of the ring into a kick, but it kind of looked more like Dwight Schrute yeah. after that sweet flip kick that he parkour. did do. Parkour. Here he goes. Up oh, and the zombies have got Johnny Drip Drip, and this might be Seriously, the though, loving those Nikes no matter what he does. And he's going to get sucked And he's down. about to go bye-bye, as they just and, said on the air. They said bye-bye in a, in a, a professional wrestling match. And an inverted Sister Abigail. One, and I think that calls two, it. Yep. And three. That's the end of the match. Damian Priest with a big win. And that's not all. Damian Priest is fucking out of there, Sam. Oh, so now all the zombies are all going to uh, pile on the guy. Devoured before our very eyes. Who cares about how Damian Priest feels? Perhaps this is no, this no time, time for, for jokes. jokes. <laughs> this is no time Boy. to be an Englishman. What did they yeah. just say? Adnan Verk is a 
I believe he's English. Army of the okay. Dead. There's the big reveal. Boo. Lame. I don't Oof. like the tie-in. Nobody if they, did. Now, if they just had big old jack-o'-lanterns everywhere that had the name of the movie on them, like our pals over at Snickers, <laughs> then I'd coming. be okay with it. Halloween but like Havoc. if Snickers tried to have two wrestlers fight while a bunch of mutant Snickers were all surrounding the ring, I'd have been disappointed. I think I would have okay. been a little bit more let down. So, so that was it. That was that was the end of the match. That was okay, the zombie so, lumberjack match, Sam. How does that so make what, you feel? What made it lumberjack, though? That's the part I think I'm lost on still. So a typical lumberjack match involves a bunch of wrestlers standing around the ring and preventing okay. anyone from like escaping or getting out of the ring. So typically it's like either a bunch of heels or a bunch of baby faces, either the good guys Why is or the that lumberjack? Guys. I don't really know. I guess it's like Say, part do of they, the story. Do they wear flannels? In in some wrestling matches, yes, they would wear flannel shirts around the ring, and then they would throw them back in. So, well, fair um, enough then, I guess. I'd have to look at the <laughs> the the genealogy or the the. I'm always etymology. curious about the lingo. Well, you know, what? wrestling has great lingo, and no one gives it enough credit for being kind of its own thing. So the lumberjack match, um, it's uh, the lumberjacks. Let me see here. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, the lumber, or the female matches are called lumberjill matches. Um, it, occasional reference from the lumberjacks or the interference. It doesn't give you an exact reason why they're lumberjacks. Um, it just says that they're surrounding the ring and they get thrown back in. Now, a Canadian lumberjack match is a variation of the lumberjack match in which the lumberjacks are equipped with leather straps. I'm not Yikes. sure. I'm not sure what the correlation between being Canadian and leather straps are, but. Do they apologize more? Uh, I'm sure they probably yell and apologize. Like, not yell, but they yell their <laughs> apologies very loudly. So, okay. So, what did so, you think, man? So, Where's that rank? Where, where's our ranking on, on this one, on the zombie? I'll be track? honest. I was the most entertained by that one as I was of any of them thus far. Really? I mean, it was dumb, but like, some of the other ones are just so bad, they're not even fun to watch. That was almost on the tier of it's so bad it's good for me. Right. Like, it was stupid. It Not a lot happened. Um, but the fact that they kind of made these guys who are really known for their athletic ability act more than necessary during a wrestling match made it Almost kind of, I, I found it funny at times. <laughs> so that gives it a plus in my book. Right. Um, and no one, well, other than the fact that the Miz did hurt himself, it didn't seem anything he did was irresponsible to get hurt in the first place. Not that like, you know, Goldberg should have, you know, stopped or anything, whatever it's supposed to be. But like, it didn't seem obvious that like he needed to stop at any point, and he just decided to keep going. So I right, didn't feel right. ACLs are weird. Like uh, that can happen to anybody, and it's one of those injuries that really, really sucks because it's hard to come back from. But like, uh, I'm a skier, so I, half my friends don't have the ligaments in their knees. But um, yeah, it's it was the least concerning for the people's health on screen. Right. Um, the the zombies. Like, it just felt like a shill for the movie <laughs> of whatever. What was it? Is a movie? Is a movie? It was a movie. Yeah. So, Army of the Dead and, was the release that uh, with Dave Batista, and according to the information that's listed online, 
Uh, the tie-in provided WWE with a million dollars for to <laughs> to advertise. So they didn't okay. they didn't lose out on this deal for sure. But I mean, I don't blame WWE for taking a million dollars to do that for six minutes. No. I mean, and Dave Batista, I'm a marketing guy. Dave Batista was pissed because everybody was tweeting at him. He was like, "Hey, I didn't fucking book these lumberjacks." You know, I talked to Vince. It's not my problem. I don't work for the company anymore. Yeah, so. I think at the end of the day, the zombies were just really lame. Yeah. Like, it should have probably, if I were doing it, it would have been less. And it would have been wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. Like a lumberjack match. Correct. Should be, now that I know that. Like, it would be a lot. I'm sure that a real lumberjack match is more entertaining because they're not just afraid of zombie. Like, Every uh, so I, I think one of my new scales for what really makes a bad wrestling match is when the wrestlers look scared. <laughs> They're acting scared for right. the, the promotion. It just looks so stupid. Like these guys are supposed to be like ultra uber uber human, all that is man, you know. You think of a pro wrestler, you think of like you know, the real life superhero kind of mentality or like, you know, these big, strong guys or like I have some kind of crazy ability, but a zombie costume scares us. <laughs> a freaking zombie costume like because that's the other thing is it's like WWE clearly did not put any investment into making this remotely convincing. No, they are just like, well, just, you know, you know, put them in outfits. It'll be fine. <laughs> Like just put him in an Elvis costume. It, are you are good. you a zombie? Bring your own makeup and yeah. you can be on TV tonight. Half it of, almost felt like that. Half of you overact and half of you just walk around and look like you're not fucking doing anything. Well, and I, I think my comment about Central Pennsylvania Halloween attractions might be offensive to to uh, <laughs> folks that are into things like Jason's Woods. I think some of them do a better job. Oh, for with sure. Their, uh, their convincing. I've been more scariness. I've been more scared at 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 haunted houses and hayrides. You know, and back Eastern home. State Penitentiaries. Oh my God, dude! And let me tell you something, man. Eastern State Penitentiary fucking sucks. I hated that. It wasn't like we actually. When I was in, so as a as a side drift here, uh, when I was in high school, I used to write for the the paper back home. I was an unpaid yeah. writer, and they gave us free tickets to go to the Eastern State Eastern State Penitentiary. I don't know if it was like the first year they did it or what. They were like, oh, a whole bunch of us go up there, right? And it was just fucking dreadful. Like I'm walking around and I'm like. This is really lame. You know, like I'm trying to find something that mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm not real big on being in, in zombies anyway, like any of the horror shit. I was like, this is fucking stupid. Like, this is the worst thing I've ever been to, right? And I panned it. I thought it was fucking terrible in the paper, and they were really pissed about it. But I was like, I, you wanted, you sent me here. You gave me free yeah. tickets, and you asked for my opinion, and I'm telling you this is the dog. It's, it's the drizzling shits. So I was never invited back. But uh, no, I mean, it was uh, that. I would say my experience at Eastern State was was scarier than watching the, the zombies. I was actually referring to the time that you went there in um, college. Oh no, that was something different. That was um, was that that was Penn. What Hurst am Asylum. I thinking of? That was Penhurst. Oh that shit was fucking yeah, crazy, that's man. what I meant. That shit was fucking nuts, and it was terrifying. I was. That's scared. what I meant. That was the scariest fucking haunted house I ever went through, man. It's <laughs> gonna say I'm only laughing because I didn't have to do it. I'd have probably cried, man, dude. It was fucking <laughs> terrifying. I'm telling you, they were the best. If you want to get, if you're, if you live in Pennsylvania or you're in the surrounding states. Do yourself a favor every Halloween. Go to the Penhurst Asylum for their their haunted house attraction. It is fucking terrifying, and you will get the that's, dog shit scared out of you. And it's worth every penny you're going to pay for it. That's what I was meaning, but yeah. yeah. So 
WWE zombies were lame. <laughs> Better society. And I good. feel like I feel like it would have even been I would I feel like it would have gone over well if they just had some of the wrestlers commit to like we're gonna do you up like a zombie because like not to make it like they're actually zombies and we're afraid of them, but it's like if it was just a promotion and we dressed them up like zombies and it was kind of novel and, you know, we did one gimmick to kind of sell the zombie thing, but it was just a regular lumberjack match. Yeah. I feel like it could have made sense. I'm like, I feel like I'm turning into like the, the writing critique now. <laughs> hey, well, that's what we do, man. That's, that's how it works, man. And we're not bookers. We're but yeah, just guys I, that watch shitty wrestling. So I will say. I could have made that one better merely based on my suggestions, not based on my <laughs> actions. Um, I, I still, I think I put that up there as the least worst that I've seen so far. So you would place that as at the top of the list of the, of the, the opposite side of the spectrum of kennel from hell. So All right. the Sam scale now goes kennel from hell, Hogan warrior, Goldberg undertaker, zombie lumberjacks. Now, next week, for our next episode, this match goes 25 minutes and 16 seconds, Sam. No it's boy. from Uncensored, WCW pay-per-view, Uncensored. I think this is our first WCW match. Oh, no, our second. Yes, it is. Our second oh, WCW yeah, yeah. match uh, outside of Halloween Havoc, sponsored by Snickers. Uh, <laughs> this one is from the Uncensored pay-per-view in 1996, which took place, took place in Tupelo, Mississippi. This pay-per-view, Sam, featured wrestlers such as... The Booty Man, Loch Ness, and the and the Booty Man. Like I just can't get over the fact that somebody wrestled with the name the Booty Man. Like, the Booty Man. The Booty Man. Uh, this match that we're going to watch is called the Doomsday Cage Match. So it's Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage versus Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Meng, the Barbarian, Lex Luger, the Taskmaster, Z Gangsta. And the ultimate solution, who, fun fact, friends, was initially billed as the final solution. <laughs> so go ahead and just va just vacillate and, 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 and simmer on that one. Uh, this was uh, a, a fucking terrible match. Um, so was that, is, what's the math there? Is that two on how many? So that's two on, let's see, that's three, six, seven, eight. Two on eight. Two, two V eight. Yeah. Two on eight. Triple cage match. So it's a triple cage match. Um, basically triple cage. Three cages cage. or three matches? It's three cages. So basically they okay. have to like work their way through these cages in order to win. Um, it is. Why do they like to do that? Honestly, next thing after we're going to do this too, because I thought about this, I want to watch a World War Three match, which is a WCW uh, match as well. It's three rings with like, I think it's 60 wrestlers in three rings. And it's See, just that sounds more fun. It's like it's it's going to be impossible to like I can't even imagine anyone like calling the match, you know, like let alone watching it. <laughs> it's like calling esports. Yeah. It's like, where the fuck do you even start? Right. So we'll watch uh, we'll watch the doomsday cage match first. Uh, Z Gangsta, for those of you who are paying attention, Z Gangsta was the former Zeus in WWF. He is also known as Tiny Zeus Lister, uh, who is famous for his uh, features in Friday and the Dark Knight. And what is he doing Friday? He is Debo. Oh, Debo. okay. Debo played a character named Zeus in a movie. See, I don't know. I don't know anything about wrestling, but I know both the movies Friday and the Black Knight. 
if you want to watch something super campy from wrestling, go look up a movie called No Holds Barred. It's one of Hulk Hogan's first feature films, and Zeus is the uh, main villain, which they worked that character into Survivor Series. I think it was 1989, um, and Zeus okay. was just... I Loki, you know, he one of my, you know, on the slide, he was one of my, my favorite heels at the time. He was fucking terrifying as a kid. Four years old watching this guy with Z's shaved into his head. It was fucking cool. Uh, but he shows up back here in WCW to try and kill Hulkamania once and for all with the Dungeon of Doom. Uh, so we were going to take a look at that. So it sounds like Zombie Lumberjack matches at the top of the Kreps grading scale. Uh, <laughs> that is the kennel from that is the top the of the tops right there. <laughs> well, we appreciate your feedback, guys. And listen, if you want Sam to watch any shitty wrestling, we are open to anything you can provide us. So tweet me at Please. this is Goober. You can tweet at the show at FND Radio Pod. And let us know what you want Sam to watch and, and let me have him suffer through Sam. And it occurred to me, too, while we, of course, have been really sticking to, you know, the WWE's F's and CW's of the world. Throw anything my way. I'm down for regional promotions. I'm down. If you have a link to the video that we can watch and it's out there available, uh, all I really ask is that I'm not into uh like real injuries. That's kind of right. where I draw the line. Well, that's, but, uh, that's why I didn't show you. I was going to show you the four-way match with psych, with uh, Sid Vicious and Road Warrior Animal that we talked about, Scott Steiner. Yeah. But the reason that that match is so notable is because of an injury that happens in the match. Like, the match sucks, right? The match is terrible. But mm-hmm. Psycho Sid or Sid Vicious, he's like, I don't know, six foot seven, six foot eight. And he goes to the top rope to do a jump or something off the top rope, like a leg drop or something. And he botches the move and he lands and he literally has a compound fracture that comes out of his leg. Oh, on yeah. Live fucking no. TV. That Ooh, was, need to watch that, that was horrifying to watch, man. And it's That's still, like I some, don't even know. I don't know if they cut it out of the pay-per-view or what, but like, like, first of all, like some Joe Theismann crap. There is no reason for any big man like that to be. And it's not, it's not, I'm not trying to like be, you know, uh, discriminatory or anything like that. But like, for me, it's like just watching that is like, why the fuck would Sid vicious go to the top rope? I know, dude, imagine watching it it live. You're like, Oh my God, what just happened? And like like trying to understand and comprehend. It's like, well, there's still a match that's happening, you know? Um, but yeah, there's no reason for a big man to be jumping like that off the top rope or doing anything out of his, his wheelhouse. Sid vicious is great for a number of reasons and top rope dives are not fucking it. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and skip that one. So next week we're going to get back together here. We're going to watch WCW uncensored 1996 with the doomsday cage match. Sam Kreps, the executive voice of foundation radio. Thank you so much for joining us again today for this. Oh, absolutely. And shout out to the California Raisins who seem to be dancing on the TV screen (laughs) behind me right now. I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you. Claymation Christmas is playing currently. (laughs) If you guys want to watch this stuff, man, let us know. We would love to start up a a fun. You can get it early with us on Patreon or watch the video. But the California Raisins are in the background. It's the stuff that's watching on TV. It's a TV recording from like 1987 that I found on the internet. (laughs) And it's playing on my old tube TV right now for ambiance. I love it, dude. It's so good. All right, we will see you guys next week. We appreciate you. Peace. Hola. Foundation Radio is hosted, recorded, and executive produced by Adam Barnard. The show is also produced by Sam Kreps. 
Special thanks to Greg Mead, Joe Keen, Jeff Quinn, and Dr. Ruth Almy. Our intro and outro music is produced by Dumb Ugly. Find this episode and our full archive at foundationradio.net. Follow us on Instagram at foundation underscore radio. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. This has been a Foundation Radio production. Butts Carlton, proprietor. Butts Carlton, proprietor.